0: The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org I once had to speak to a very rowdy group of boys and during the summer months I mean rowdy boys are challenging enough, summer months is challenging enough but it was like smacking in the afternoon and you know you could do it just do it I had no idea how I'm going to get these boys attention they were very you know you know emotionally charged bunch of boys and I do what I always do, whenever I speak, I davened. The me da'as, <laughs> And let me tell you what the barashim gave me. This idea. I told them, boys, imagine if all of a sudden, right after I finish speaking, there's a big announcement that because you boys are so great, we're taking you tomorrow on a trip to Eretz Yisrael. Now I'm talking about a few years ago when they still had the uh, Concord jet, Few hours, you'll be there. We're going to spend the day in Eretz Yisrael. So, right away, all the boys started murmuring, "Yeah, this is a hoax. Call a break." But guess what? The next day, sure enough, twelve o'clock noon, like they promised, the jet lands on the lawn of your camp, and you will jump into the plane as quick as you can. And all of a sudden, about to take off, and the pilot says, "I, I must apologize." This never happened in my career. I've been flying 40 years. I forgot to refuel. I can't go to Israel, but don't worry. I already called the dispatcher. They're going to bring with a truck. They're going to refuel us right here. Within an hour, we should be in the air. Please don't get off the plane, because I want to be able to cut my lost time. Within an hour, we should be in the air. And here you are, boys. You're basically... On the house arrest, you're stuck in this jet. You can't go anywhere. What are you going to be thinking in that hour? And I let the question penetrate. I said, you know what I would be thinking? This jet is amazing. It must be millions of dollars, technology, you know, precision, you know, true a work of art. It could fly to Erich in a few hours. But if there's no fuel, you're not going anywhere. Now, I don't know how much fuel costs, but it's, I'm sure it's a, a, a slight fraction of the cost of the jet. Look at the lesson. You could have a potential. You could be living in a world of potential. You could reach the the, the heights of the sky. A person could reach such great heights, but without that fuel, and that's the tefillah. We're not going anywhere. Because the fuel is the unsung hero. No one knows where it is, how it looks, what it costs, you don't even see it. But everything in the plane, everything of a person's ascent upward is tefillah. And that is my message. This is the success that we so desperately need. This is the way we become that ish matzliach that we so much want to be. We have to realize that the programme programmed the world, we are what we daven. Let me just close with this story. Yitzhak Zilberstein said this story, it happened with him, actually. He once got a message from Chaim Kanyevsky. He didn't get a phone, because Abchaim doesn't have a phone, but he had a message, Chaim wants to speak to him, to come down as soon as possible. So of course he went to Chaim's house. Abchaim said, you know, I had a very interesting child a while ago. A boy, B'nai a young child was diagnosed with the dreaded illness and the doctor basically said he has to go undergo the various treatments. He's going to lose his hair. It would be a very traumatic experience if suddenly he lost his hair after the treatment. The parents just tell him about the eventuality, that he's going to go to the treatment, he'll lose his hair. But it will be okay, hopefully he'll survive, but you have to break it in slowly. So the parents took this child and they sat him down and they explained to him in detail what's going to be. And he's going to lose his hair. And the boy got very emotional and said, went to the corner, and started davening talking to Hashem, must have been a mature child so burn them. i'm sick no that's your rotson lose my hair that's your rotson but how am i going to go without my payas? how could a boy be without his payus them. i need my payus whatever you do is with them. you know what you're doing but please keep my payus and the parents heard this and they they, they just tore their hearts apart okay like, you know how sincere he is, but, but it's, it's, it's not real. It's not realistic. If the hair falls out, the payas falls out. And they came to Reb Chaim and said, Listen, this is what happened. Should we tell him the truth? It might be more painful, but maybe it's worse if he'll lose his payas. So Reb Chaim said, I told her, wait a second. If he davened, why don't you believe in his teela? And Reb Chaim finished the story and says, Bring the boy in. And a boy walked in without hair on his head, but he's a lot pious. That's that matto oiz, biyad That's that unbelievable, unlimited power. That's the fuel of Yiddishkeit, not just of that child. That's the secret of why we're here today. That's the secret why we have a kla Yisrael today. Because all the oiz uh, the and the moiz were akar and it was only that tefillah, is the belief in that tefillah. Like I humbly suggest, starting tonight, just an investment of three, three seconds, not more. Before we start any tefillah, any Shmanesra, think about these words. This is my most important Hishdadlos. That gives meaning to every davening. And the Rebbe Nislam, who shmeya tefillah kolpeh, Will here outfill us and give us the brachas we need. we be be Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories2inspire org.